You're listening to a Cripple and Co. production. Hello, hello there, and welcome to the show, and thank you for coming back to Disability After Dark. We're doing another Bumpin' Podcast, a podcast that lives within Disability After Dark, where I sit down with my sister, Heather Morrison, and we talk about sex toys and disability, usually, and our sex toy company, Bumpin'. So, let's get ready for another episode of that. Let's bump the barriers to sex and disability, and jump into this brand new Bumpin' episode right now. This one's going to be a little bit different. Let me explain. So, when we were coming up for our... Every month, me and the Bumpin' team and Heather and I and our some of our team members sit down together and we plot out what we're going to talk about for the upcoming month. And so last month, when we had our monthly meeting to figure out what we were going to talk about in April, we started talking. And one of the things that I wanted to really express... In one, of our, in one of our blogs, which goes up today, the same day that this is being released, I wanted to talk about bottoming and how, as a queer, disabled person, I've never been on the receiving end of... I've never been a bottom. I've never bottomed for somebody, and it's something that I really want to do as a person with a disability. But the truth is that I, that I have a lot of fear around that. And so Heather and the team and I were talking, and they were like, why don't you put those fears into a blog? Those fears are really important, and that's something we should hear about because we don't hear about that enough. Why don't you put that in a blog? And I was a little bit like, oh, okay, I'm not sure, but then we talked about it some more, and I thought, okay, yeah, I can totally write something like that, but I want to hear from somebody who actually has bottomed with a disability and bottomed with my disability. And so I remembered on episode... I think 284 of Disability After Dark, I talked to my friend David, who I know has bottomed and has done some bottoming. And I was like, I can ask him a bunch of questions about bottoming. And he was so kind enough to sit down with me and give me pointers on how to bottom and how to do all these things for the article. And then I was listening back to the audio just recently And I was like, I want to put this audio on the podcast because it's a really important conversation between me and him. Me saying things like, I'm afraid that if I bottom, I'll have an accident because I have CP or I'll shit myself. And I'm afraid that I'll have to ask a partner to clean me out. And I'm afraid of all these things. And David really spends about 35 minutes with me talking about his first bottoming experience and kind of giving me some confidence to know that I could bottom, to know that I could have that experience as a disabled person, and that it's okay. And so we talk a lot, we get into the thick of bottoming, if you will, and the really nitty-gritty stuff too, but I think it's an important conversation to talk about how to make certain sexual acts more accessible and more pleasurable, and I think this conversation with David really, really achieves that. So it's a really quick conversation. Heather did not join us for this interview, but we're really excited at Bumpin' to release the article, which is on our site, www.getbumpin.com slash blogs. You can read the article. It's called Bumpin' the Barriers to Bottoming. Um, And we're really, really excited about it and hope that you... Listen to my interview with David and read the article and enjoy it. And if you are somebody with a disability who has wanted to bottom, like I have, and had 
and had some fears around that, hopefully this, this conversation with David and myself uh, on the Bumpin' Podcast will alleviate some of those fears for you. So I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening, and um, we'll come back soon with another Bumpin' episode, and of course, more Disability After Dark. Let's bump the barriers to bottoming right now. So yeah, I just want to understand from you, just like as somebody who's bottomed, because the article is going to be me talking about my fears about bottoming, like how I really want to and how the idea turns me on, but also the reality of being somebody with CP and the fear around that. So I guess my first question would be like, did, when you were thinking about bottoming, did you were you afraid of it? Was it did, did it scare Absolutely. you? <laughs> Absolutely, because of course one is afraid of it, because of course one knows the kinds of things that come with cerebral palsy. And for me, that means having a fucked up digestive system. I've not yeah. been diagnosed with IBS or anything of that nature, but I personally swing between constipation and diarrhea on any given day of uh, or week. If right. it's so fun, I have the same exact I have the same exact problem as you, and I think we talked about that in our pod. But like, yeah, I know the I know the fun. And so there was a great deal of consternation because like there's so many nerve endings and things. Like I know because as as we said, like I am primarily self-taught when it comes to the sort of beginning history of my. Um, sexual education, because for so many people um, uh, with, uh, who are in charge of people with disabilities, they assume that either, you know, you, you are not going to have sex at all, so you don't need to know anything, or that, you know, gay people don't exist, and so you don't want to talk yeah. about the pleasures of butt playing things. So, like, I knew from doing my research, because I'm a reader and all of these things, that there's a whole bunch of uh, nerve endings and pleasures and things of this nature, plus, you know, for better or for worse, for a lot of gay men, looking at porn is the primary voice of sex education, yeah. and, like, that's a primary sort of genre within that, right? Yeah. And so, ultimately, um, there was a great deal of consternation, but I, I was getting older, and I'm like, I want to experience this for myself, I'm not going to foreclose the possibility. So instead of doing that, I went down uh, because like I can be a bit obsessive about things as a person. So I went down the rabbit hole and tried a whole bunch of different things. Um, And we can sort of get into that more in depth. I don't want to talk at you for uh, oh no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, when so that did like, but before you did all your research and before you like like read everything, was were you was it something you were like I want to do? Because I know a lot of queer people who bought him, particularly queer men who bought him. It's like in the porn we watch and the way it's done in the media. That's like a that's like a rite of passage for a lot of us to like bought him. And you know, whenever we see gay media, they're always like, oh gay guys should bottom at least once in their lives to get it to understand. And I always felt like that was something that I wanted to do, but it was always excluded to me and never really talked about my experience. Did you feel like so, for you, you'd write a passage? That was a, that was a 
component of it, the idea of that, you know, I want to experience everything that a human can experience safely. And I want to know yeah. what feels good and what doesn't. And that doesn't mean that I'm about to, you know, shoot drugs into a system or anything of this nature. But it does mean that, you know, because again, thinking about the fact that I have had uh, um, a high pain tolerance, for me, following sort of was, um, was a, no, I'm, I'm following here because I'm just trying to remember the, um, the, the order of sequence because I'm weird, right? Because I had been with uh, several different people who were just um, wanting to um, be topped because they saw what I had and were like, okay, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. And so then I ended up on a, shall we say, um, no, I could say fisting site. And so oh, well, okay. that, right. that is how I, that was my first experience uh, with the other Wait, wait. your experience being few, wait, hold on, hold on. And so what you guys, are you saying that you, you were fisted? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, that is that's a wow, that's that's a big jump for your first experience. Oh goodness! Yeah, so it was really, 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 really enjoyable. I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this article might take a whole new turn, but but uh, so but like, did was that scary to you? Was the whole idea of some dudes? Fist up your ass, scary? Yeah, absolutely it was. But it was also something that I had been, because, you know, we all have our fantasies in our brains. And so there isn't, but a lot of people don't have the opportunity because either it's not safe for them or they just don't have a willing partner to sort of move from fantasy to reality. And for me, I was just getting tired of, uh, having to have these discussions about people who were either concerned to the point of not wanting to engage with me because they thought that they would break me yeah. or uh, who were so sort of um, single-minded because they had seen what they had seen and they were like, okay, I'm, we're just going to do that. And I ended up, you know, being having one... Uh, guy who ended up um now i don't top unless they're willing to work which is to say that i have one guy who was on the heavier side who uh, basically ground himself into my hips and there wasn't much uh movement and so i ended up with rather severe bruises because of that and oh, so no. I'm like, and that was the moment where I'm like, okay, David's not going to talk for a while. And so let's explore other things, which then yeah. led me to Aspig, which is the, at the website that I... Amazing, amazing. Loving, yes. <laughs> and then from there, I met a lovely uh, individual who unfortunately is no longer in the area, but... Uh, uh, that's the worst when you're hot piece of ass moves away that sucks 
or in this case, the hot-handed man. Um, yeah. And then ultimately this uh, sort of creates a moment where um, you get in, you have conversations, and I'm like, I don't know how much I'm interested, but I do want to do this, and I have cleaned up myself as much as I can. And she's like, what, like, if I could just like sidebar there for a second, the cleaning up process for me is something that I, my disability is super, well, I think we have the same level, right? So yeah, like, I can't do that on my own. Same level. Yeah, I can't do that on my own. How did you, how did you, what, how did that go? So about? at that time, I was uh, living with someone who was also gay, which made it easier. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we could say, okay, I want a shower and I need your help with this and don't be a bitch about this. <laughs> don't be a bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very on PC, but ultimately. I love it though. Good for you. Yes. Um, so you, it's okay. So the guy came in and you had the conversation and then what? He just put it on his fit. No, well, first of all, um, I am a big, 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 big proponent of lube. Too much lube is not enough. Um, and so yeah. it was not painful. Well, no, that's a lie. It was painful in portions, but if it was painful, it was just as pleasurable. And okay. I came about four times in a row. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's up there, yep. Awesome. Uh, did you, so like, did you have a conversation about, like, I know you clean up before, but in subsequent bottoming sessions, mm-hmm. did you be like, I'm paying person that's going to fuck me. I might need help cleaning my asshole out. Like, did well, you, it depends did, on the person. Yeah. And it's also depending on what's on the tape. Because, yeah. you know, that's a bit of an involved situation. It also is an incredibly uh, sort of vulnerable position. And so, yeah. depending on the person, like, I'll be completely honest, um, I'm not going to explain to a 22 year old twink uh, how <laughs> uh, that works. If I'm going to go down that path, it has to be someone more her suit, more salt and pepper, more daddy imagery. <laughs> and, and I'm learning so much more about you right now than I was last time. <laughs> I hope that it wasn't a bad experience last time. But... Oh no, I loved it. This is, I mean, I want to, almost want to do a part two. <laughs> so, I'd be up um, for it. But I mean, in a bit. it totally should happen. But so... Okay, so you, so yeah, I, I totally understand. So, like, the level of help, the level of care you would need to bottom really depends on the, the maturity level of the person you're dealing with. Yes, yes. And in, in a perfect world, which has happened once or twice, you know, you can, you can incorporate it into the sort of hot, hedric, erotic uh, role play sort of part of this, which is yeah. like perfect. But, you know, sometimes people are like, yeah, I'm willing to do this, but it has to be a, 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 a distinct bifurcation. Like, we're going to, I'm going to have to get cleaned. Then we're going to do something else. Then, then we're we'll- going to go perhaps into the bedroom because they need to sort of have a clear space there. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah. somewhat disappointing, yeah. I suppose. But people are people in it, and you can't, demand 
people be other no. than anything other, especially yeah. if they're willing to assist. Why would you say just I'm I'm probably not going to use this piece in the article, but why did you why would you say that that's disappointing? Because well, you know, I am not the kind of person. So I have a high libido, right? We've talked about this. Yes, and yeah, I'm, I know. <laughs> I and I'm not the kind of person who necessarily wants the the sort of romantic side of things, right? That is, I don't. I mean, I'm remembering now, but I'm also like, because you seem so, you seem like you would want the romantic side of things, but I get it. I understand. Yeah. Yes, and so. Well, I mean, I have a very, very, very dear friend whom one day I'm going to have do everything with, whom you also happen to know, or at least your friends with on Facebook, as I am, um, Jagger. Who am I going to uh, um, Jagger DeMarco, he's a guy with... Um, oh, yeah! I, we know each other on Facebook, but that's about it. We, don't, we haven't really said, like, yeah. proper hellos. Yes, so um, I met him on FetLife. So, um, so from there. Oh my God, there needs to be a part two. I don't care whether, I don't care how we do it, but I leave, I leave there to be, I just leave it. <laughs> anyway, the point is that, so like, I have a very strict bifurcation with a lot of people, which is to say I'm gregarious and I like to talk and I'm outgoing and things that I like to make friends. But for me, if we're also thinking about being friends with benefits, that doesn't necessarily have to be romance and flowers and-, and Of course, and of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you say that a friends with benefits thing is good for bottoming? Because you don't have to worry about the romance shit. You can just be like, hey, like, clean me yeah. out, help me get clean. Yes. And then yes. we'll go over lunch and my we'll talk after. Yes. Yes, in my experience, yes. <laughs> I awesome. kept saying that four times. I'm sorry, but but uh... oh no worries, sorry, sorry. Uh, so did you like my fear of bottoming is they're gonna get in there and I'm gonna I'm gonna shit because the sensation is gonna be a lot. My body's gonna be like, oh, let's release everything. Okay, so like, and then they're gonna see me shit and be like, oh, the. the Pre, the preconceived notion that I had that disabled people are dirty came true. Like, now I can't see you anymore. Did you, so, was there? I'm going to tell you something that I, I'm not very public with, but I feel that I can share with you. And you are can you decide, about to tell me? <laughs> you can decide what to do with what. So, okay. first of all, when you are doing that, because as, as you know, um, yeah. because you are an intelligent man, they um so you have various muscles you have the yeah. outside um sort of sphincter and the inner sphincter right and so it may feel as you are doing it especially if it is quick and you aren't relaxed enough that you are going to shit there is no way to get around that right yeah um except to go slower and to open up and to know intellectually that you haven't done X, Y, or Z, so you'll be fine, right? So that's one element of it. It's always going to yeah. feel like that, and you just have to let go of that um, yeah. here. It's easier as in the case of the guy who 
help me open up, let us say, the first time. If they say, <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter if that happens. It's happened to me before. It's not sexy, but we will deal with it. Right? So yeah, then, I think when a guy says that to me, for anything that I need, like the hot. I like them so much more immediately because we're like, oh, cool. I can just say it's all right. Good. Yes. And then here is the part that I, um, I will tell you the sort of third part of this, which is that you know that I'm not enthusiastic. I will never be enthusiastic because I've had to sit in it for uh, days at one point. And so yeah, that yeah. will never be romantic to me. However, um, I do like the idea of someone who wants to fuck you no matter what. You are so much dirtier than I remember when we recorded. Wow. <laughs> so, yes. And I'm here for all of it. Uh, okay. So did you like, but did you have conversations with the people that you're going to bottom for about yes. that fear? Were you... Were you trying well, to be like... Well, not in those terms, except yeah. for one person whom I really, really, really wanted to do that. And then uh, it turned out that it couldn't uh, because I also try, decided to try a shower shot for the first time, which is fantastic, but you have to be very, very careful with the um, shower shot or it will trigger a... a it's called a stigmoid reaction, um, which is to say it will um, cause uh, movement in the uh, intestinal tract, which is great when you're trying to get rid of constipation. It's not so lovely um, when you are trying to uh, get ready for hot and fun times, right? Yeah, of course. Um, right, right, and right. so I still have the show shower shot because I learned how to be careful with it. And also it's great for constipation. But the point is, is that I had, you know, that conversation with that guy and we never ended up doing that. Instead, I just uh, 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 fucked him off for about an hour and that was fun and so great. Um, but it wasn't what I wanted. No, of course. How have those, like, in terms of the partners, how have those conversations gone? Have they been like, have they been mostly receptive to like, yeah, we'll work it out? Or have you have you had to do a lot of heavy lifting to so make sure they're okay? Generally speaking, it, this is also sort of commensurate with age, right? Which is a conversation that, that a lot of us don't want to have, but it's true. The younger people are more put off by having to do that kind of labor. The older you... Uh, partners in my experience are not as football because they have more experience yeah it makes sense and they're able to like manage their own ableism a little bit and yeah. like move through whereas like yeah. i agree with you if i was if i was at a bar when i was in my 20s and i met some dude who was also in their 20s who wanted to fuck me i'm pretty sure that we would not be, he, I would, he would not be cool with me being like, so you want to um, clean up my asshole and then we'll fuck together? Like, but I've talked to potential people that want to talk me and we never got to it because I was scared, but they, you know, I had a friend come over from, if you listen back, I think it was episode two, 280, I think it was. Pot, yeah, 280, my friend Daniel and I, he came, 
to visit me from, from Portland. And we had all these dreams about how we're going to fuck. It'll be so hot. And then he got here and I was like, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Oh, I don't know if we should. And like we fucked around and it was fine. But he really wanted to top me. I really wanted him to bottom me. But I was like, or I really wanted to bottom for him rather. And I just was scared. So we took it off the table. But I feel like I'm a bad queer person because I haven't. You're not bad. You're not bad at all. You're just, I think, I think you've made it into this huge mountain that it doesn't have to be, right? Communication is hot. Communication is sexy. You just have to find someone that you feel that connection with. And so that if things go sideways, you will feel safe because there's a possibility that they will. But that doesn't mean that they, they always will. Yeah, and I think there's more of a possibility of things not going, not necessarily going sideways, but things going differently than what we see in porn or what we see in like mainstream gay media of like, you know, I'm going to lie in bed, present my ass to you, you're going to fuck me and it'll be great. For us, I think in my imagining of what it would be like to be to bottom for somebody, it's so much more requiring communication that I think, um, and I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but that's yes. what my. Well, it's so like, someone else has to take on a lot of labor in order to yeah. make that possible. And so for me, right, part of the sort of fantasy elements of that is to sort of talk to someone who sort of centralizes the act of care as erotic or um, wanting to sort of experience uh, that. Um, but if then we can get to, you know, my daddy issues and all of that but ultimately I'm all I listen I'm right there with you I wanted daddy to fuck me real hard but well, I, mean, I get it's hard as we, ultimately, I mean it's it's like it. yeah it's sort of like uh take care of me and then rough fuck me yeah 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 um uh, I'm trying to think of many other questions I have so like what so you you shared that like you all you, that you have to get over the feeling like it's, you're gonna poo in terms of like yeah. spasticity and pain and like, cause I know the idea of like even going to the doctor's office and having them do a rectal exam, putting fingers out there, you're used to it, but it's still because of the muscle spasms of CP, your body jumps. So how the fuck- So here's you- the thing, you use lots and lots and lots of lube. More, more than lube lots. Than, yep, more than, yeah. uh, enough is never enough, right? And then you just relax into it. It takes a while because we are tight because we have spasticity, right? And so yeah. it's a whole thing of like in the in the dream scenario, right? You you spend thirty minutes an hour um, doing various things, and like I like, have never like and all that. What was that? Like rimming somebody out and all the things to yeah. get the ass ready. Yeah, yeah. And I was let you in another secret. Um, it's on my bucket list. I have done a lot. Obviously, everything I just said, I've never been ripped. I'm always the person to do the ripped. Yeah, I'm, I'm similar to you. I, I had it done once from a guy, like, probably 10 years ago. And it felt like, <laughs> it was very weird. It felt like a cat's tongue licking sandpaper. And I was like, I don't know if I like this. I'm going to try really hard to like it. I don't know. So, but I want to try again and that, but again, that's something because especially for me with the last five years of having IBS and kind of going through like 
the pendulum of am I going to be constipated today or am I going to shit myself? Like the whole idea of having somebody there is erotic, but also I'm so scared. So what you're saying is you just let that fear go and just be like, if it happens. Yes. Just let that fear go. If it happens, it happens. And the ideal person would be, you know, an articulate, um, understanding, older uh, shit fucker. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so if you could like, just so I can have it when I'm writing the article, if you could distill everything we just talked about into like five key tips for maybe the disabled queer person who absolutely wants to but never has, what would you say they are? So five tips um, that you should not be ashamed of what you want, which is a huge thing, right? But yeah. the whole thing is, is like learning how to articulate what you want to be respectful if that person um, says no, but not to let go of, of these goals, to um, relax, to, and both that means physically, emotionally, psychically, on all of these dimensions, to yeah. use lots of lube, to recognize that if something goes wrong, something might go wrong, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And to recognize that if someone um, doesn't want to do that with you, which is to say, have you be the bottom, it is not a reflection on you yourself, but rather it is a reflection more than likely on who they, on where they are in their life. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I never, I never thought that talking about bottoming would be so philosophical, and I was like, wow. So, so, I think you picked it up by now. That like, I like to make some match discourses. So I. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. I got that. I got that. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, thank you so much for being so vulnerable and sharing because this will make the article pop better. Um. My goal is to have it. I don't know when it'll come out because I have to send it to our like social media person to then tell me when in the calendar Absolutely. I want to release it. My goal is to have a rough draft to them by Friday. Um, and it's going to be like 400, 500 words. And I'm just going to basically wax and wane between the stuff you just told me and my own personal fears and make it kind of like, like a, an op-ed kind of piece about how I feel about it. And then use you as like the expert voice. Um, yeah. And I wish we have money to pay you, but if I can do anything for you, support you, if you want a coffee sometime, like if you need anything, let me know. So here's the thing. I'm serious. Um, I will eventually be um, at, in the Digital Accessible Futures uh, Lab at the University of Michigan. And so obviously I want to um, pay you for your time. Um, and I want to sort of um, reciprocate, but I would love to have you affiliated with one or more of the projects that we have going on. Sure, because, sure, well, sure. Yeah, and so ultimately, uh, I will also say that one of the reasons that I ha have been as forthcoming with you as I have, well, for one thing, 
Uh, you just have to give me the opportunity to talk about sex, so I will tell you everything under the sun. But secondarily, um, I, I know plenty of disabled guys. I know plenty of gay guys. I know plenty of disabled gay guys. I do not know uh, very many uh, gay guys who have Sarah Polvi in wheelchairs. And so, <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, yeah. No, well, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. And I think, you know, I definitely, based on everything you just told me, I want to do a whole episode. Maybe because part of what we do for the podcast is we have like my sister on. My sister and I do like shows together sometimes. Yeah. Maybe what I'll, maybe I'll ask her that to not do, to not be there for like an episode and have you and I just do what we did before and just have a chat again about like bottoming. If, if yes. you know, you're comfy and stuff with yeah. Michigan. I mean, I'm mostly comfy, yes. I, I'll be a lot comfier. I'm I'm frustrated that the contract is taking as long as it is because they really yeah. want me and they have said so. And but the HR is is uh, taking a long time because like it's it is a seventy five thousand dollar fellowship. That's wow, a lot of money, right? But like yeah. um, in in the United States, in order to um, qualify for Medicaid, which is the only program that provides aid care on a continuous basis in the United States, I can't yeah. make that much money. So I had to literally go to them and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to move this here, over here, and, and this is how it's going to work so that on paper, I'm not making $75,000. Isn't it fucking ridiculous? I hate that for you, but I fully yeah. understand. So... When you're comfy and when things are like inked and you're safe and you want to come on and talk about it again, like more than happy to do that. You just let me know and I'll pull the trigger and we'll do like another episode because yeah. the stuff you just said is hilarious and leaves me out of pocket. <laughs> yes, well, I'm glad to to be um, a guest at any time and uh, also ha- at the risk of sounding like a slut. Uh, for your research. Um, oh, research. <laughs> if you would like to, well, because we have very similar bodies, right? And so yes. you think that when you've been fisted, you're going to automatically turn into the escaping hole. And sometimes that can be hot, but it actually doesn't work like that. And I explicitly had the guy take photographic evidence in order to, uh, to, to the- uh, yeah. So if <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, if you want to send me the photos, I won't put them in the article because I don't know how I would. Yeah, obviously it. not for that because if I'm concerned about my name, I don't want to. Don't yeah, want yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say, how are you gonna be alright with your asshole on the beach? No, <laughs> but no. For my I, own, for when, when I'm ready to get there, I would love to see just so I can feel because I am. The whole idea of bottoming, like I said, turns me on. Is really hard. But it's fucking terrifying. And so you telling me some of this stuff today for the article is great, but also for my own personal, like, to get over it also yeah. feels great. Well, I, I am glad um, to be of help to anyone who might read the article. But quite honestly, in terms of one-to-ones, like, I want to get you fucked. Um, are you coming on to me right now? <laughs> no, no, no. Liar. I'm kidding. Uh, 
but I appreciate that because I really it is something that I want to do and I, I my sister was like yeah I read the article and I was like oh, that's so scary why do I have to why and then she was like reach out to an expert and the very first person I thought of was I was like I know someone who I can talk to yeah great so, <laughs> but also so for me I will also say just to get back to question the sort of tried and true way and it's not fun uh, in the moment, but like for me, the easiest thing to do because of my own body, right, is just not yeah. eat before. So yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people who bought them. You don't eat for like a day or two before. Is so that two, hard? Two days. I've never done two days. I so have like done. Day. I have done like not eating breakfast and and only eating dinner there. Yeah. But uh, but the yeah. other thing is making sure that you wherever possible have a bowel movement before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, with my weird body, that should not be a problem. <laughs> yeah. um, no, this is, again, thank you so much for the time and the info and being so vulnerable because I know it's not easy to jump on Zoom and be like, let's talk about bottoming. Yeah, so I appreciate that. No, um, no, I would, I would, uh, I, we could go on for hours because like each one, one of my favorite subjects as an area w- <laughs> of personal um, growth, indeed, because like I'm telling you, I, I will, in my head, I am the ultimate bottom star. But that just can I, does... can, I, can, I, can I quote you as that in the article? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not those exact words, but you could say that he is an uh, erotophile when it comes to certain things. Like, you can say anything you want um, at all times. It's just you figuring out the language. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. And I'll, when I'm done, the rough, I'll send it to you to make sure that like you're comfy. Yeah. And if there's anything you need me to take out, just tell me and I'll, I'll remove it. Okay. But I trust uh, you. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, and then his last name is here. And he, no, 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 don't worry. You'll just be my friend, David. And it's fine. All right. Well, again, thank you so much. I could sit down with you for hours. Um, I want to do a part. <laughs> I know. Um, I want to do a part two. So let's um, let's chat about a time to do that because it'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and I should know more in a at the very most a few months. So I'll, okay. I will keep you in the loop. And uh, yeah. yes. Yeah, so this will come out, like I said, sometime in April. I have to write it today and tomorrow, and then it'll. I'm gonna send it to them. And if there's, when it's done and they like it, I'll send it to you. And then you just tell me if there's anything that, that is like, oh no, that's scary, I'll take it out. Okay. And I mean, I might, I doubt that there'll be anything that you need to take out. I might. Um, suggest a, a few rewardings at most. I don't want to step yeah. on your toes because no, no, that would sure. be pain, quite painful. And well, there are more interesting things you can do with toes. Um, but wow. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, so again, again, you're awesome. Thank you so much. If, if ever you need anything, you know where to get me. Yes, yes, I do. Um, Thanks so much, David. Have a lovely day. You too. Thanks a lot.